I'll go to cool.com. <laughs> Hey everybody, it's Thursday night and it's time for another Kingdom of Loathing podcast with me, Jick. And me, Riff. And me, Hot Stuff. And Beep, the timer. <sighs> um, did you intend to start that at the clap? I meant to start it on two instead oh. of the clap, so it would have been outside of the, the realm of the podcast, right. but I failed. I pushed the button, but it didn't do anything, so I didn't push it. People are going to well think enough. that we just aren't changing the batteries in our smoke detector. It's true. <laughs> because we're dirtbags. Yep. Uh, hey, Riff, have you changed the battery in your smoke detector? Uh, it hasn't needed it recently. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. I changed it, like, last year. You know how I solved this problem? I just removed the smoke detector from my ceiling because it would just fucking go off any time we cooked anything. It would just go off any time there was a fire at your house. Yeah. Which was any time <laughs> cooking, so. Yeah. Yeah, because you can only, uh, your your cooking technology is very primitive and you can only cook... <laughs> The only thing that you know how to do is roast marshmallows. <laughs> we would occasionally, as kids, roast marshmallows on the stove. Without parental supervision? Uh, yeah. Well, because they would have been like, stop They would have said, stop doing that, yeah. <laughs> go out to the backyard and light a fire go like a Go out to the backyard person. and build a fire like a normal person, yeah. Go into the kitchen and build a fire in the center of the <laughs> kitchen table like a normal person. <laughs> in one of my, my early apartments, I... I Toasted marshmallows over a candle sometimes. Hmm. Did you ever cook candle a grilled cheese with a candle? <laughs> mm, now that sounds more difficult. <laughs> if you took two pieces of toast and you attached wicks to them and then dipped them in wax, that would be can <laughs> candling toast. Okay. Right? Yeah. Uh, the, if you do it to an apple, you get a candled apple. What, what is ear candling? Is that... You take like a paper tube... Okay. And pour uh, wax down it. No, it's the paper is in, sort of infused with wax, and you light it, and the wax pours out, and it makes you believe that goo is pouring out of your ear. Huh. It, it kind of like sucks on your ear, and fluid comes out of it. So it's just it's all just a lie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, it's a it's a scam. Okay, I I, I've, I have heard the phrase before, but I didn't know anything about it. So now I'm glad I didn't pay a hundred dollars to get that done. <laughs> was it was that on the table? I, no. <laughs> okay so so it, you're glad that you didn't do that in the same way that you're glad you didn't do a lot of things yeah i mean like you know murder a hobo or start a nuclear war that kind oh, of how much okay. do you have to pay to murder a hobo I, no they're not it's not that they're all financial scams or if they're just bad choices these are all just bad choices hmm. i mean you can do it for free riff it's not it, if you want to do well, it like free safely plus and if cost it, of materials <laughs> They, well, and they charge you for the pictures on the way out. That's <laughs> <laughs> how they get you. Huh. Uh, you should have seen the look on your face when <laughs> you should have seen the look on your face when you when you looked into that hobo's eyes as the lights went out. That's right. Oh, You've got your uh, arms stretched up and you're going, woo! <laughs> oh, God. Riff. <laughs> you do a prank where you're just you're peacefully playing a game of chess while the hobo dies. <laughs> Oh, gosh. Uh, we weren't going to do uh, a show today, but we then decided to do a, a, qu a quick abbreviated show in the time that we did have uh, because we wanted to we wanted to let you guys know that uh, it's finally been announced. And so we're allowed to say that West of Loathing is going to be in the Indie Mega Booth at PAX East. Yay! So uh, any of you any of you listeners that are in the PAX East neighborhood or planning on going to PAX East, come on by the Indie Mega Booth and see West of Loathing. We'll have inflatable chairs for you to sit on and play a video game on an iPad or you can sit on an uncomfortable 
comfortable stool and play it on a laptop. Unless it's a press laptop and a press person comes, at which point we'll kick you off. <laughs> wow, that was really that was a lot more detail than I was expecting you to give. Well, that's all I know. Okay. There's gonna be two standees and some banners. There's gonna be a television. <laughs> yeah. And then we're gonna give the television to Mr. Magnifico when we're done using it because that's cheaper than renting one. Yeah, it is cheaper to buy a TV and then give it away than it is to rent one from the convention center. I mean, it doesn't cost anything to to give it away. Okay, yes, but it is cheaper to to buy a TV and then not own it anymore. That's true. <laughs> it it is very expensive to get the license rights to give it away by the Red Hot Chili Peppers <laughs> right. to to play at ear splitting volume uh, at our booth the entire time it's open, which we are planning on doing. Um, yeah. Like uh, who are those? Who are those clowns that kept having the dance party in the aisle at Comic Con, oh and God. then their fans got really mad at me Red and said a lot blue. of really mean things about me on YouTube. Was it Red versus Blue or, yeah. uh, or Rooster Teeth? Rooster yeah. Teeth. Rooster yeah. Teeth. Yeah. Which is uh, which is the people the parent? Of yeah, Red I believe so. We we are gonna do that though. We're just gonna have an all day. Uh, every day, T-shirt what can. I got, you get to get it, put it in you party at at our <laughs> section of the Indie Mega Booth. What I've got, um, it's a t-shirt cannon, and you have to open your mouth so that we can shoot okay. t-shirts down your throat. Right, well, because the t-shirts are shrunk down like those little yeah, capsule like things. That, oh, yeah, great. That, they expand. Right, so you got to swallow them. They expand in your stomach, oh, and then you shit out, you you shit out a nice t-shirt. Yeah, you oh. won't need to eat for a couple of days. <laughs> wow. Yeah, you won't be able to. It's um, fiber. Man, yeah, what would happen if, like, there was just a t-shirt in your stomach? I don't think that would go well. Because, I mean, well, I don't know. It depends, depends on what on, it was made of, right? Yeah, it depends on the shirt, you know. And, yeah. What and, if it was and a t-shirt made of fruit of roll-ups? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, like, I, would I mean, what else are you wearing? I think that would determine whether, whether or not it would go well. I think you could eat a t-shirt... <laughs> I mean, you could eat a T-shirt if you shredded it and ate it in pieces, because I think your stomach acid could probably dissolve a shirt. But if you had a giant shirt all in your stomach, clogging at the same up, time, yeah, it would really, it would really gum up the works. It would, it would really yeah. shirt up the. Because I think it would absorb all the like liquid in your stomach, and then just become this like gross dead weight there. This is really gross. I've what if it was made out of all natural that, fibers? Yeah, th- this is this should have been a case. Somebody just ate a T-shirt. Right. Uh, getting it it all took a really long time for them to figure it out because yeah. t-shirts don't show well, up on CAT scans or MRIs. The, the, the case where the guy swallowed a toothpick and that was, that oh, was a, that a, a real conundrum because hmm. it was uh, like he was having all these organ problems, but it what, like there was no obvious cause and oh. it was because the toothpick was like jabbing different organs and poking holes in things. As as he would move around, Ugh. wasn't so there gross. that guy that was on like um, Guinness World Records or Ripley's Believe It or Not or something for eating a bicycle? Uh, people have eaten cars and stuff. Like it's not that's I've heard. Yeah, of there's that there. Johnny Cash song about very slowly eating a car over a long period of time. Yeah, how does how does we, that work? You just most stuff passes right through you if you cut it up into a small enough piece. You can eat. You can eat glass. You just like, have to keep like, slicing. It's just uh, not. Good, if you can slice good. an entire house up into hamburger-shaped chunks and then <laughs> eat them, if you get rid of all the sharp edges on something before you ingest it, it will probably pass. Hmm. Just don't eat two like magnets. Like that's like, yeah. Kids that sounds that like the bad ones. Swallow two two magnets that they then like attach to each other inside your colon, and then you like that basically ends up burning a hole in your 
insides and then you die. Yeah, if you're a uh, if you're a goldfish, you shouldn't eat two hams. <laughs> oh, I forget, what, what was, was that a Homestar Runner? What is that from? Brack Brack Show. Oh, that's I remember right. that. That's right. it, it, Xenophobe Xenophobe used to sing that song a lot. Two hams will kill yeah. him. Two hams will kill him. I never actually saw the original. <laughs> it's pretty think. good. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so, yeah. So, also at uh, GDC, uh, and you know, anybody who's around GDC, it's possible we'll be around. You send us a send us a mail. Maybe we'll be out having a drink somewhere. Yeah. Uh, so if you're in if you're in San Francisco and and, and about, uh, f- certainly feel free to drop us a line through any of the normal channels. If you are Games Press by any chance, listening to this podcast, uh, we're also showing West of Loathing at a thing called the Mix on Monday night, which is only for okay. press and that something was else. Like just it's not, what I was about to ask if that's press only. I think other game devs can. Also yeah, it's press and, industry industry professionals. Press and industry professionals, but yeah, it's not it's not open to the public. Um, and it's also a much more limited demo uh this just one station basically. we are maybe showing less of loathing tomorrow night at maybe yeah. a thing uh we're sort of waiting to hear i guess <laughs> yeah it seemed like they're Super desperate this is one of those things where it's like oh fuck let's call everyone yeah. hey you're everyone yep i'm every woman uh this organization makes me feel like a natural woman uh <sighs> Once we go there, we'll tell them if we've ever really, 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 really loved a woman. Hmm. Uh, when a man loves a woman, girl, you'll be a woman soon. Did you guys watch the Michael Bolton Valentine's special on Netflix? No. no. It is pretty good. It's a, it's a, like a, a long form Lonely Island thing like it's it's very very good okay uh the uh scott ackerman also was involved in in it, it was like sort of a comedy bang bang oh okay. uh, lonely island crossover okay. it's very good that, I, that's that's a good group I, I believe it yeah anyway uh so do you guys want to answer some questions in the yeah. remaining uh, 20 minutes or so yeah, that we that we have for this show we I got didn't order oh food. shit you better go do it yeah i'm gonna do that right now all right i'm gonna i'm gonna answer questions without hot stuff while hot stuff goes and orders us some pizzas for our uh, for our between podcast pizza party, Riff, don't you wish uh, don't you wish you were here to participate in our pizza party? Oh, I do. To pee in our PP, as it were. Hmm. Well, when you put it that way, no. <laughs> uh. Uh. What what kind of pizza would you get if you were getting pizza? Uh, I mean, you can only have pizza on your cheat days, right? But yeah, I uh, I like I I like a. Uh, pineapple and chicken and something salty like pepperoni or something i think that sounds good the, yeah that's a good combo maybe yeah it's depending on the cost of the uh, how much they're charging you for toppings if you add like black olives and some onions and mushrooms on there is also good i'm a pepperoni and green olives guy and a lot of places don't have green olives but mm. some places do and those are the places that i frequent Frequently. You used to make a lot of frozen pizzas. I would get uh, frozen pepperoni pizza and then slice up a bunch of green olives and put it on there before I cook it, and that okay. was pretty good. Yeah. Um, I don't mind a ham and pineapple pizza, but I really want just nothing but salty mm. all the time. Crail writes, several items have a second way of using them, like cheat in the deck of every card. Could we get a slash alt use chat macro that would cover these alternate uses? The problem with that is that they would all have to be hard-coded because they are all hard-coded. Anytime anything has more than one 
sort of arbitrary block of code that can be run on it, that requires some additional work because it's not really supported by the system. Um, what you can do, though, is like ask for a particular chat command for a particular thing, and then I'll usually toss that onto C.D. Moyer's list, and it's very, very easy for him to add one. Um, it just isn't it isn't a thing that's really readily standardizable, uh, and that's why it hasn't been readily standardized. Endelian says, last podcast there was a question about a fourth stat. How about a challenge path that only has one stat? Muscle, Mysticality, Moxie are always equal, and it's themed like a jack-of-all-trades with a few skills from each normal class. Having a few of the normal class skills from each class just sort of seems like it would be a weird subset of existing gameplay. What would you call a stat riff yeah. that was the three stats combined? Just stuff. Size. Yeah, size. That's good. Although Power. I guess it should it should start with M, right? So like, everything. Okay, mega girth. Yeah. <laughs> um. Oh, mediocrity, and you want it to be. Oh yeah. Low. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. Combine this with our with the that other idea that we had never used, where you play backwards. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The Benjamin, Benjamin Button. So you have three stats: Benjamin Button and uh, Bestial Wrath. <laughs> Bestial Wrath is like muscle. Uh, button is like Moxie because there's cool buttons on your cool leather jacket. Mm -hmm. Like cool leather jackets don't tend to have buttons, um, but you know. Lord of Cake says, "What's your least favorite reference in the game? Was anything a bad idea in retrospect?" I riff really hates the uh, Urkel's oh. aria of annoyance. <laughs> really hates kind of might be over overplaying that, but yeah, I'm well, not I remember a fan. you raising. I remember you raising an objection to it. <laughs> I like, do object as, to it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's I you know, it. We just piled so much crap on for so many years that the individual quality level of any given thing doesn't really matter. That's the, <laughs> that's the sort of terrible secret of all of this. I don't... I never liked KWE, mm. uh, but that was more because it just never really had... It never felt like part of KOL to me. Yeah, like, yeah. the stuff was just all different from everything mechanically and flavor-wise and art-wise because of the weird way that wound up. And, uh, yeah, but I don't know. I mean, I, you know, I don't think n nothing is ever a bad idea in retrospect. <laughs> Hindsight is twenty twenty. That's what that means. Yeah, I, I, can't, I can't think of anything off the top of my head that I dismayed for having done i guess if i if i took a long walk through the archive i could probably find some jokes that didn't land but i can't think yeah, of anything or some, that i that i uh, regret or some things that are you know maybe not as not as progressive as they could be in retrospect after sure you know being being the product of of men who were 13 or 14 or 12 or 11 or 10 years younger than we are that happens, you know. Yeah, I actually, uh -huh. uh, I'm, I may have actually fixed one of those the other day when I went and did the, uh, the, the council quest text for the new, uh, for the new thing. I, th I think. Oh, I, that thing that that thing that Mr. Skullhead wrote about. Yeah, about, the mud like, wrestling, jello wrestling or whatever. Yeah, yeah. The, I, th I think I took that out. If, if where I changed it actually applies to live. Okay, that's so, good. And by the other day, you mean like six months ago? Y 
Uh, no, it was more recent than that. It was like no, I remember you most, pointing it out the, the most. Le- oh, I I did point it out the the previous time, but uh, when you set up the buckets for the newest path, it was still in there. So I was like, oh, I must oh, not have changed this in the right place. Right. So I okay. found somewhere else where it still was and changed it there. So so uh, we'll see if it still exists or not. Yep. You know, we've been, it's not like, I guess it would have been an official policy if anybody had ever asked, but like, I think we all, you and me and Scully all kind of naturally were like, we're not going to get too political. We're not going to court controversy on purpose. We're not going to like make fun of religion. Um, you know, we're not going to make jokes about race, although arguably like, the uh, south of the border is maybe. Yeah. I mean, it's it's more about like Mr. Skullheads and my experiences growing up near a border town with Mexico, right? And it's not like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Uh, Kinglet writes, I can't quite explain it, but this game means a lot to me in a weird way. I played this game with friends back in high school and luckily remembered it and started playing again in December of 2014 after what was probably about a seven-year hiatus. I've been avidly playing ever since. The community is pretty sweet and a great driving force for my staying, aside from the humorous content and nostalgia. Would you be opposed to running targeted Facebook ads to try to pull some more people in? What if other people offer to do so? I know you guys have talked about not heavily advertising in the past and you're working more on WOL now. WOL. But as somebody who will be playing the game for the foreseeable future, I like the idea of helping to develop a larger community base again if possible. TLDR. I like this game a lot and just want to make it bigger. Thoughts? I mean, we've been messing around with 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 Facebook ads a little bit over the last year or so, and and yeah, I mean, the burning a bunch of calories figuring out how to promote KOL has definitely taken a backseat to just getting West of Loathing out the door. Which I I kind of believe that if anything is going to work promotion wise, that it's going to be releasing a new game and suddenly getting some press attention again because of there being something new out in the world. Um, you know, we like ideal case scenario is that we end up with a situation kind of similar to what happened with fallen London after sunless sea came out, which was that like, all right, well this just, this just like sort of took a thing that was very much diminishing in, in popularity and profitability and suddenly made it a going concern again. Um, we're not in nearly as bad a shape as fallen London was at the time of sunless seas release. We didn't staff up for anything ever. Like we've run a very lean ship. Yeah. I don't know how, I don't know to what extent they didn't do that. I like, I think that fallen London just never really got significantly profitable. Oh, huh. Okay. And it had just gotten to the point where it like, wasn't even making enough money to pay one person anymore. And so it was just, it was going to go away until the, until the sunless Kickstarter happened. But then after, after sunless release, it had this sort of knock on effect of, bringing a bunch of people back to fall in London who started giving them money, which That's allowed cool. them to staff up again, which was there any, was there much like crossover between the two? Like, did you get benefits in one game for playing the other? You got something because I remember associate, I remember starting, I started playing fall in London again when Sunless sea came out because I'd log, I had to log into my account to associate something across. I don't, interesting. 
I don't know what it was because I don't know what anything is in any of those games because everything <laughs> is just a card, right? Maybe, so it's maybe very... you can hunt some of those guys down and find out how they did that. That might be useful to know. There's only one of them coming to GDC. Yeah, th- th- we'll see them. So. Yeah, they. So I know that they. <sighs> Because we're we're talking we're trying to figure out how to do like a KOL redemption item in in West of Loathing. What what they did in Sunless Sea was you just there was just a form to log into your Sunless Sea account or to your to your Fallen London account from within Sunless Sea, hmm. which we could just do right. We could just say like, hey, put in your KOL credentials and we'll just give you an item, and it just logs in and does something right. Just runs some. Security through obscurity, obfuscated script that gives you a, an, an item, right? Like, it, it wouldn't be a big deal to to do it from that direction. Um, That'd actually be kind of interesting if it if it did that every time you won West of Loathing, it, it sent your Kingdom of Loathing game some some karma or or a bonus <laughs> skill point for the West of Loathing challenge path or something like that. Well, we'd have to be careful with that. But like something that's repeatable, it gets easy to spoof. Oh, though, that's true. You know, especially de- depending on, you know, we haven't like really finalized how saving works in West of Loathing yet. Like my my vote is for you can't uh, you just have a character and like basically all there is is autosave. You can make multiple characters, but that's it. Uh, just so that just to get out of the way, right? And and to not like mm. it's like I feel like if you can quick save and quick load, then it makes anything that has like a chance of happening a thing where a certain kind of person is just gonna constantly re-roll until everything is favorable. Yeah. And that sucks. Uh, and is lame. The game is meant to be replayed anyway. Yeah. It's and you're not but, supposed to see everything on the first playthrough. But like you're gonna be able to save scum, right? Because the data exists on your hard drive. Unless we're really careful about really, like, yeah. If you're really trying it, I guess you can. I doubt if it's gonna be that difficult. Like I imagine that it's just gonna be some JSON sitting there in the in the file, and like like if we like any effort that we go to to try to encrypt that or obfuscate it is effort that somebody else is going to go through to undo it and it won't matter i think it i think you the amount of dedication required to make that work who cares right like what we're trying to do is prevent the like casual player from like yeah. making them, themselves unhappy yeah but i mean you know it's like oh well, you get this item in kol if you get your character above a million muscle in west of loathing and then you just go and hack the save file i mean you know, you know what i mean <laughs> right you can't get a million muscle there's no way it's impossible. No man can get a million muscle. <laughs> yeah. Nah, but I was from my mother's womb, untimely ripped, and I was swole as fuck. I was from my mother's swole. from my mother's womb, untimely swole. <laughs> <laughs> he was ripped from. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> man, that baby is ripped. <laughs> C- cesarean birth. Ah, it's good. Yeah. Good. 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 Um, Disco Muffin says, first things first, I think this is a really neat challenge path. Kudos to all involved. But more importantly, figured I should thank you guys for making the game that I'm entering my 11th year of enjoying. I'm really excited for West of Loathing, but nothing will shape my sense of humor quite as much as the writing for good old KOL. To that note, I thought I'd share a joke of mine. This is an interesting form of, of joke that I've never seen before. What's the difference between a fighter jet and a private detective who has been hired to take pictures of vacuum cleaners cheating on their diet? One shoots heat-seeking missiles, the other shoots treat-sneaking bissels. Huh. So, 
It's kind of like that Spoonerism formulation, yeah. but it's just rhyme, like weird rhyme pun. Yeah. It's good. I like it. Thanks again, guys. Sincerely yours now and forever until you saw that name-changing item, Disco Muffin. Come on. See, this is the kind of thing that makes me not ever want to sell Disco the... Muffin is a good yeah. Disco Muffin is a great name. Yeah. Like, what... Oh, God. What was the fart one that... I don't remember. ...kept asking... There was somebody. There was somebody with a great player name that they really wanted to change because it had something to do with either boobs or fart, or maybe both. Maybe it was fart boobs four twenty. <laughs> uh, maybe it was Pikachu boobs sixty nine. Pikachu. 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 Pikachu boobs. <laughs> yeah. See, it's like a. You get it. Ange Mom 23 says, more chat effects like liar's pants or innuendo shopping, please. What? Okay, here's some. Here's something that I actually regret about the way that KOL works. Uh, while, while there's a lot of funny writing in the names of effects, mm-hmm. there is also a lot of shit that nobody has any idea what it is without looking it up because the names of the effects have nothing to do with the thing that gave you the effect. I, like... I kind of wish, and I'm, I'm trying to sort of split the difference on this in West of Loathing. Like the the effect is always going to have the name of the thing that you used to get it in it, which it's made easier by the fact that there are like you know a couple hundred consumables in the entire game right. as opposed to however many thousand we've got in KOL. But I kind of wish that effects had not been a vehicle for jokes, right? But you've just got ten turns of bottle of whiskey or whatever mm. so that you could tell that they were there and say, okay, what the fuck is innuendo shopping? What does that mean? What does that have anything to do with? I, like, funny no name. Idea. Right? But it's, so it's I know that, I like, we know that there is, the whatever chat effect innuendo shopping is, we know about it, but we do not know that it is called innuendo shopping okay. because that doesn't make let's, any sense here's, here's and doesn't, question, like, though. connect like, anything. So let's say it was, let's say it was, uh, you know, from an item called innuendo, right? And you're like, okay, well, that's great, but where the fuck do I get innuendo? I guess you could maybe go to the mall, but if you, if it's not a tradable item, then where does it come from? You still have to look it up, right? Like, I, I don't know that just having knowing where the name, knowing where the name comes from, is enough in a lot of cases. Like, if you want to get that yourself, you're still going to have to do some research anyway. Unless the name of the effect was the name of the thing that gave you the effect, right? But but then where does where does that come from? Well, it comes from the mall, or that's what I, what I just said. Is if it's not available in the mall, well, how do you what do you even know about it? Where, where are you going to see it on somebody else's profile? Yeah, yeah, because I mean they're, they're talking about chat effects, and they'd be like, sure, well, where does that come from? And you right. say, innuendo okay, shopping. so innuendo shopping is the intrinsic effect attached to the origami riding crop. Okay, it's never in a million years. What? Also, I don't even get the joke. Window shopping in your window. Shopping. Oh, <sighs> okay. In your window shopping. I see. Pikachu. <laughs> Pikachu boobs. Yeah. Right, but I didn't write Pikachu boobs into the game. Oh, right. Pikachu right. boobs. Okay, I get it. Riff. <laughs> well, that was an accident, but I said it again because it was. It sounded like a thing. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we're, you know, uh, we're always open to new chat effects. Yeah. 
eh, you know, the, the ability to stack them gets kind of out of hand. <laughs> Which is good. <laughs> sure. Kira Vikora says, after one and a half gelatinous noob runs so far, I'm loving it. It's my favorite challenge path of the few I've tried. Oh, that's nice of you to say. Uh, the whole idea and the writing are so adorable. The council text for the trap request and the strange leaflet are the best. The absorption mechanic is strange, interesting, and quite hardcore friendly, and going after the items for the skills you want is a nice little scavenger hunt. Did it surprise you how fast the system was figured out? Um, no. Oh. I mean, it's... People are really good about... I mean, even in these days of sort of diminished community activity, people are really good about sharing information and collating stuff and I mean I the thing that I thought was interesting about the path in general was like we didn't really choose what items what skills were attached to because we knew that there would just be a lookup table for people who really cared and didn't want to just experiment and kind of play with whatever yep. whatever they happened onto um, I haven't I, I'm curious now that I'm guessing that probably one has been compiled what uh what the like rare good skills yeah, are. Yeah, what it looks like. Yeah, me too. We should go look at that. We should. We should um, look at that. I think that the wiki is probably getting a lot more updates now that they have like lowered the barrier to entry. Um, have they? Was there? They have. There was a there was a shakeup recently because people hmm. were complaining like I would totally edit the wiki except for I can't get past the Byzantine application process. Hmm. And so they just fixed it. I think. What this, was, this is in the past couple weeks. I don't even know what was. I like. I never. I don't think I even have an account on the KOL wiki. Uh, yeah, I don't either. Because I, I mean, I wasn't going to ever edit anything. Yeah, no, of course <laughs> not. It's meant for players, right? So, I've I've edited a few uh, uh, comments of what the references were on a thing, <laughs> just because it annoyed you too much. Yeah, just because. Oh God, <laughs> no, it isn't. <laughs> But really, yeah. is, is that is, for you to, dis- to decide really yeah this is a, oh this don't is a try and pull that death of the author stuff on me <laughs> um uh, Kira Vakar continues. P.S. I asked ages ago about stuff with random drops, and the KOLCon 13 snow globe is pretty much exactly what I wanted. Thank you for that, and for a great game that eats all my time. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, that snow globe was fun. Are you just dumping like time into your computer? Because that's gonna cause problems eventually. Yeah, you got to balance it out with parsley, sage, and rosemary. Yeah, <laughs> balanced diet for your computer. Thren says, is there anything in KOL you're waiting for West of Loathing to be done to start working on? I mean, more or less everything that isn't challenge paths and items of the month. Um, like the level 12 revamp. Yeah, that's for just example. a gigantic project that is yeah. for some saving it for a rainy year. This is the rainiest year in recorded history <laughs> yep. where we are. So anything I was saving for a rainy year, I should be doing now. Um well, uh, that's, I think, the amount of time that we have. Uh, there's, there's still plenty of questions for next week and keep, uh, keep, keep on keeping on sending in your send-ons with your gelatinous noob questions and come see us at PAX East. Um, although there'll be other shows between now and then. Come see us at the mix if you're press. Come see us at GDC if you're in San Francisco. Um, come to kingdomofloathing.com and play our cool video game. Come to videogameshotdog.com and listen to our cool podcast. Come to Whole Foods. They have great things to eat at reasonable prices. <laughs> okay. Um, buy a navel orange. Uh, peel it and eat it. It's good for you. Riff, do you have any advice for our listeners? I I, I, uh, I don't think I can compete with that. <laughs> I think that's, that's very good. 
Cool. Hot stuff. Do you have any advice for our listeners? Uh, no. That they wouldn't want to listen to my advice anyway. What if your listeners wanted to know how to get a DVD filled yeah. with audiobooks into their iTunes library? I heard you recently giving someone advice on how to do that. Yep, I had a, I had a good 20-minute uh, tech, support, tech sesh. support call with my mom. She's, a, got, she's got to listen to those Jack Reachers. She does. <laughs> uh, it's, it is a lot easier now that I have the VNC server set up on our computers that I can... <laughs> Do you think that if your mom was uh, running a, a bar trivia event, that there would be a Jack Reacher round? Wow. <laughs> that would be one of the rounds of, of trivia because she knows so much about <laughs> Wow. Good night, everyone. Have a great week, everybody. Good night, everybody.